And and when you're a little little girl, I can see a picture of my spirit sitting on your bed and saying, God, I want to serve you. But there's been so many things gone down between when you were a little girl and now. And you've almost hidden your heart. You're like Mrs. Charisma. Miss Charisma. Miss? Mrs. Miss. Oh, she's a good one. She's a catch. You're Miss Charisma, right? But in your heart there's a vulnerability. And God wants to come by his spirit tonight and heal. Are you ready? Because he says he's close to the broken heart. Oh, did you hear the crunching in my knees there? That's bad, isn't it? That's because I've got bony osteophytes floating out the side of my knees as well. It's all very fun after 50. Lift your hands to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, can we just have a guy? Yeah, it's great. This is when the, I'm just going to break for a second. This is when the guys walk out. <laughs> you ready? Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak over the brokenness with her spirit that she that she hides away. <clears throat> and God, there's times, Lord God, that she's even hidden away. I said, Oh God, I'll just leave it with you. I'll just you just keep loving people, you keep blessing people, you keep doing all that stuff. But God sees what's going on in your spirit. And Father, tonight I bind up the brokenness with my spirit right now. Jesus, Father, speak deep in her soul. I pray for a mighty, mighty healing in her heart. The ability to trust. There's been so many times in your life that you've trusted and it's, if it's gone wrong, you know, I'm not going to trust anymore. God's going to give you the ability to trust. In the name of Jesus. It's good, isn't it? Or not so good, because everybody's looking at you. <laughs> Speak amongst yourselves while she takes a seat. <laughs> so, you ever found yourself in a situation of complete impossibility? Let me tell you, we've planted 17 churches. I found myself in lots of situations of impossibility. You believe God for something which you felt was rightfully yours and it doesn't seem to happen as you thought it was going to and the question in your spirit tonight is do I downsize my dream? Do I stand on my head? <laughs> do you manhandle what's left to an acceptable version? Do you cut the cloth according to the size? Do you know in 29 years of church planning, we never cut the cloth according to the size of what we saw in our bank balance? Linda and, Linda and Sean are freaking out right now. <laughs> we never cut the cloth because we believe that God had the ability to do beyond what we had. So I'm going to tell you a little story tonight of a situation where I had to prophesy. And I was actually in a pulpit in a church in Derby in England, which was about an hour and a half south of Sheffield. And I was preaching for these people this weekend. And what they didn't realize was I had been, I felt that God had spoken into my spirit that God was going to give me the British government contract to rescue victims, to uh, care for victims of human trafficking. And we'd put the tender in and we'd done everything that we were supposed to do. 
and we prepared and I had the staff in place and I had the volunteers in place and everything was ready. And the Friday came just before this weekend. The Friday came when and we were waiting and I knew the contract was mine. And I get the phone call and I didn't get it. And I, I was absolutely downcast because I felt that God had spoken to my spirit. And um, so my husband took me out and bought me a handbag, which makes everything better. <laughs> but as I got towards the end of the day, I thought to myself, do I just accept this? Because at that point, the bones were there, it was dead. Do I, do I, what do I do at this point? And, and for all those years, I'd, I'd said to people, prophesy in a being, and here I was, having prophesied it, and not seeing. And I remember God challenging me, saying, Jen, what are you going to do with this right now? And so that weekend they thought I was on fire prophesying over their church, but in actual fact I was being incredibly selfish. And all weekend I was prophesying into the spirit realm over something that was completely dead. I was told on the Friday the government never changes their mind. It's been assigned to someone else, this, that, and the other. And all weekend, I prophesied into the heavenly realms to say, God, give that back, bring it back. Being told that that has never, ever happened, that they've given the contract away and, and changed their mind. So I get to Monday, facing, well, what am I going to do with all that I put into place now? And about mid-morning, I get a phone call from the Home Office. So the Home Office in Britain is like your, I don't know what it is, I need to learn that. I get, I get a call from the Home Office and they say, Jen, I don't know what's happened, but they've changed their mind. And the contract is yours. Now, I prophesied into the heavenly realms all that weekend over a valley of dry bones. And sometimes when we come to a point in our life, it's like God is waiting for us to pick up the mantle and begin to prophesy things into the heavenly realms over our lives and our future, over the things that God that we feel God has promised us and to prophesy them in being. I'm reminded of David's story when he conquered over Goliath. And we don't realise, but what he was actually doing, he was prophesying an outcome before it even happened. It says in 1 Samuel 17, this, day, this is what he said, this day the Lord will hand you over to me. Um, elephant in the room, he hadn't handed anybody over. He said, this day the Lord will hand you over to me and I will strike you down and I will cut off your head. Hadn't happened. So what was Goliath, what was David doing? He was prophesying. He said, today I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds of the air. How do you think of all this? I don't know. And the beasts of the earth and the whole world would know that this is the God of Israel. All those gathered here will know. That is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's. And he will give all of you into our hands. What was King David doing? 
It hadn't happened. People thought he was crazy. Do you know what I find in my life? I find because I'm very prophetically wired, I'm always living in a realm that people aren't living in yet, so they think I'm sorry. But that's what we're meant to be like as Christians because we're living in a realm of calling things that are not as though they were. Because that's what faith is. And we're meant to always, my husband always says, people that have got everything they've prayed for are not full of faith. Because faith actually activates our heart to bring into existence what doesn't exist and to pull into the present moment. And that's what King David was doing. Either he was deluded or he was prophetic over the future. God calls us to prophesy over, to, over everything to which all intents and purposes is completely dead. God calls us to prophesy over that which we think is completely dead. And he calls it into being. So I'm taking you this evening to Ezekiel. <laughs> the Valley of Dry Bones. And let me read you a story. As they would say in Yorkshire. The hand of the Lord was upon me. And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord. And set me in the midst of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me to and fro amongst them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley. Bones that were very dry. Yeah, we get the picture. <laughs> bones were very dry. He asked, son of man, can these bones live? Well, my response to that scripture is, gee, thanks very much, Holy Spirit. Good question. Thanks very much. You've just given me a dream and showed me the actual reality of my situation right now. They're not only bones, they're dry. They've not been there for very they've been there for a very long time. And there's things in our lives tonight that have felt dry and not full of the Spirit of God for a very long time. And God by His Spirit tonight is going to breathe. Because we're prophesying to the breath. I'm looking at my bones here. Do you know it's not a bad thing to look at them? Because then you can prophesy to them. You're not living to move. I prefer, I prefer Jen to pretend they were not there. I prefer to pretend that I hadn't had any failure or disappointment. But then God said, in the next passage in Ezekiel, prophesy to these bones. I mean, what a chalk. He said, prophesy to a bunch of bones. He said, prophesy and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath into you. You'll come to life. Is anybody getting excited tonight? There's going to be a move of the Spirit of God here tonight. The ladies are going to leave because we know we know what happens. I'll make breath into you and you'll come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life and then you will know that I am the Lord. God makes promises here, but he wants us to act. And he wants us to speak over the impossible realm. So then he goes on. So I prophesy, it says, as I was commanded, verse 7. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise. A 
rippling sound, a bit like my knees just then. And the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath on them. We give up at that point. And then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man. Breathe into these slain that they may live. Tonight we're going to prophesy the breath of the Spirit of God back into our lives and into our situations. Are we not, church? Match the other neighbor and say, you're going to prophesy tonight. Many today say, I feel in my spirit. I stand in this place today and I prophesy. But just like it said to Jonah in the Bible, the word of the Lord came a second time. God commanded again. He says, don't stop halfway. Don't stop when you see just partial victory. I could have stopped on the Saturday and never had those 5,000 survivors that we looked after if I'd stopped prophesying on that Saturday. Prophesy at this time the very breath of God comes and invades the dryness you see around you. <laughs> breath of the future. The breath of the Holy Spirit, the lifeblood of his presence, that is the missing jigsaw piece. You need to be the belligerent asker that just keeps prophesying. Do you know when impossibility faces me, it's like I grow 10 inches. Don't even be dead. I'm going to prophesy it in a being in Jesus' name. Prophesy over the breath of God's fulfillment of vision in your life. Prophesy to the breath, proclaiming victory in the light of possibility. Not only did I realize what I was doing, I was prophesying that we would get this contract. And that was three houses. And then I prophesied in a big and we ended up with 14 houses. And I prophesied that we would get outreach contracts and then we could look after the victims after they came out of government care and then we could bring them to Jesus. And then I prophesied in a bed because I thought I'd love to give these survivors jobs. So then I began to prophesy into the heaven around the low of the hold. A store like David Jones came and approached us. And then a body shop approached us. And all these major businesses said, we want to give your survivors jobs after you've rehabilitated them. Why did it happen? Because I prophesied. I didn't allow impossibility to speak to my spirit. We need to prophesy over denial and disappointment. In a prophesy to the breath. Come, Holy Spirit, come again. Come and breathe upon my heart and life in those dry places. Take my heart of stone, Lord Jesus, and turn it into a heart of flesh. Prophesy over denial and disappointment. Prophesy over that which has been misjudged and criticised. Prophesy over that which has some movement and some breath. But prophesy to the... Am I getting, are you getting the picture? I mean, I am a very simple, simple girl. I'm a simple preacher. I don't know all the stuff that Sean knows. <laughs> I'm just a prophetic girl. Prophesy over that which Sam is dead. Can we have Coldplay man up behind the piano? 
My husband and my son are really into music, and I'm really into sport, but I've had to adapt. <laughs> Prophesy over the bones that have more death in than life in them. Prophesy to the breath of God. Because I prophesied to the breath, tomorrow awaited my voice. I wonder if you'll stand with me. Can we have the rest of the rock band up, please? Including Mr. Nigeria. He's ready for the power of God to come. I say, preach short, let God move long. <laughs> that, that, that year was slightly too loud. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to begin a worship. The power of God's here. It's all over this place, I can feel it. Anybody else with me? And then we're going to rush to the front. And then we're going to get it. We're going to get it. Going to get it. I'm back in straight. But yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> we're going to begin a And the breath of God's going to come. For some of you, you felt like your bones have been dry from that sense of the presence of God from the very long time of tonight. The power of God's going to come and touch you. Yeah, pony, is it ponytail man? Is that what they call it? Man bun. You need to get yourself out here in a minute because God's going to touch you. You've been in a secret place and you've cried out and cried out and cried out and cried out to God on behalf of others. And God's going to come and meet you tonight. And He's going to give you what you need to do what you need to do. Let's begin a worship. All this love. Come on, begin to reach out. You, you're creating the atmosphere now. You're creating it. Better than you know that's not. Nothing is better. All this love. Better than you know that's not. Better than you. Oh, my God. 
Now ladies, we're going to show the guys how we respond to God in a second, aren't you? So guys, this is the way we do it, right? We don't wait for the coolest to with the man but to get out of this. If you want God, you run to it. So I'm going to count to three. <laughs> Look at here. She's here. Go count to three. One, two, three. Right across this place. Come, come, come. Power of God's here. And this is come right to the front because I only ride up to 8 p.m. <laughs> Oh, God's going to move in this house tonight, my goodness. Come right on forward, right on forward. Just push people out of the way. No, don't do that. Be Christian on your way to the altar. <laughs> so we're going to begin to sing again. Now, as I told the ladies, I'm Jenny from the block. I can't help you. <laughs> but the power of the Holy Spirit is here for you to prophesy over your bones. We're going to bring stuff back to life tonight in Jesus' name. So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to sing. And then I'm going to hear you. And I want to hear you prophesy. Because I can't prophesy what's in your spirit for you. You need to do that yourself. Who are you? Lift your hands to God. I need a big man. Father, where there's been death, bring back to life right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right, come on, let's sing. Lift your hands to God. Jesus, Jesus, who are you two? 
Stop asking and start declaring. So let's begin to declare again. There's like something in the atmosphere right now. We need to break it. Can you feel it? There's an atmosphere of impossibility above our heads. And right now we need to prophesy. So let, let me hear your voices. Let's break this atmosphere in Jesus' name. We prophesy into the spiritual realm where there's been like a, a level of impossibility, Lord God. Where is there the youth and young adults, pastors? Who are they? Are they here? Come hither. Are these your gorgeous boys? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Rookie error. Are you British? No, you're just wearing a shoe. Oh, it's all right. Lift your hands to God. God's going to break the ceiling over your ministry right now in Jesus' name. It's like you've got to a certain point. And then that's it. And then you go back to the beginning and a certain point comes again. And so, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Father God, I speak, I, t- I, I lift limitation of their life. I lift limitation, Lord God, over their expression in the name of Jesus. Father, from this night on, we come on church, we prophesy over the heavenly realms, salvation of young adults. Father, I pray that these two and their team would begin to touch people's spirits. Does someone want to take Rigma? I mean, it's your right. Father, in the name of Jesus, lift your hands right up right now. There's been a ceiling on your spirit, and every time you've tried to pray, you feel like you've hit something. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I lift that ceiling off her spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I lift that limitation of them right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray for beautiful children in Jesus' name. Touch them right now, Lord God, that they know Jesus so young. Father God, in the name of Jesus, the power of God all over this man. The power of God all over this man, Lord God. The power of God all over this man. Prophetic dreams coming to pass, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Capability in your words. Capability in that which you say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, who are you? Yeah, yeah, come here. Cha cha cha. Do you play rugby or something? What do you do? Go to the gym and look at yourself in the mirror. I'm only teasing. I'm only teasing. I'm teasing. I really am teasing. I used to look in the mirror, now I do it so I can't see. Oh, what's your name? Stephen. Stephen, has God ever really touched you like this before? No. You can sense God touching you, can't you? Father, in the name of Jesus, the breath of God. He's so hungry for you, Father. Touch Stephen. Touch Stephen. Stephen, God sees you've got such a tender heart. Don't always show that heart, but God can see you've got a tender heart. 
your heart is so open to the things of God. So open. Sit on your bed at night, you crave His presence. So, Father, I pray that He help me know the Spirit of God in a holy way. Breathe upon Him tonight. Breathe upon the Holy Spirit. Breathe upon the Holy Spirit. Breathe upon the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Who are those tonight that are here that are not baptized in the Holy Spirit? Speaking in other tongues. Is there anyone? Would you come right along here now? God wants to fill people with the Spirit right now. There's more than one. Get you. I'll get you back down here fast. Because we need that infilling, don't we? I wonder if you could have friends that would just come and stand by you. It's an easy thing. Get me filled with the Spirit. It's an easy thing. My mum got baptized in the Spirit washing the dishes. I got baptized in the spirit at age 11 in an altar call just like this. So it's really, really easy. What we're going to do, just wave to me, everybody that wants the infilling of the spirit. Just give me the wave so I know you are. You really want it, don't you? You really, really do. It's really easy. I'm just going to lay my hands on you. And then you're going to begin to speak, and you're not going to speak in English. Just this beautiful language is just going to come out of your mouth. That's what's going to happen. And it's a beautiful prayer language with God. Do you want it as well? You, you do? Yes, please. I love it. She's got good manners at the altar. Beautiful and well-mannered. You are very beautiful. Okay, lift your hands to God. This, this is what's going to happen. Baptize the spirit, people. Right? I'm just going to come and gently lay my hands. And then you're going to begin to open your mouth and the rivers of living water are going to come out of you. Do you believe it? Father, in the name of Jesus, baptize her in a heavenly language tonight in Jesus' name. Now, I'm just going to come and lay and then you're going to just begin to speak and the baptism of the Spirit is just going to flow. Father, just let it flow. That's it. Right, now stop speaking English. Just let this beautiful language just flow out. God, just go past your brain. Just open your mouth. Open your mouth with this beautiful Father, baptize him in the Holy Spirit. Baptize him in the Holy Spirit. That's it. There it is. There it is. <laughs> She's just speaking in every language. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. God, I'm going to come right along the Father, in the name of Jesus, baptize him in the Holy Spirit right now. Baptize him in the Holy Spirit. Speak in a heavenly language, Father, in the name of Jesus. Baptize him in the Holy Spirit. Father, baptize him in your spirit, Lord God. Baptize her in your spirit, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Now, now what you need to do is just to open your mouth and not speak in English. Just allow this language to flow. And if it's just a few words, just do those few words, okay? Father, in Jesus. That's it. There it is. She's been baptized in the spirit. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh, she's so beautiful. Father, in the name of Jesus, baptize this gentleman in the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, he's got you. You ready to speak? Father, in Jesus' name, baptize her. Give her the craving and desire of her heart, the baptism in the Spirit, in Jesus' name. Now begin to open your mouth and just let the beautiful language of heaven. Father, in the name of Jesus, now just begin to speak. Baptize her in the Spirit. 
beautiful ladies getting in let their language flow. Speak and just don't speak in English, just let this incredible language begin to come out of your lips. Father, in the name of Jesus, baptize her in the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, now let that beautiful language let it begin to come out of your lips. And my friend here as well, Lord God. That's it.
have a spirit that has no guile in you. You just have, you are of the utmost integrity. And there's times that you've thought to yourself, well, I don't get anywhere by being like that. But I, I felt God want to say to you tonight, promotion is coming your way. That it's almost like you've watched other people get promoted in things and not you. Because you've just kept to your integrity. Well, I think integrity makes it to heaven before Christ, to be honest. So lift your hands to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch him tonight in Jesus' name. Touch him tonight in Jesus' name. Touch him, touch him right now, God, tonight. Reward him according to the cleanness of his hands and his heart. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Are you ready? We're going to speak to our bones. Not physical bones, but we're going to speak to our spirit bones. We're going to speak to the things that we thought were dead. Now listen, if you don't get a prophetic word tonight, it means that you're not as weak as the people that God wants to say you were, and you're strong in your spirit, right? Okay, so let's not be those jealous people, right? Because all prophecy does, it concerns what's already in your spirit. That's what it does, right? Who are you? Come here, stunning lady. God's just about to breathe on your life again. It's felt like there's been a period in the middle. Like you had this exciting walk with God, there's been this period in the middle. And God's just about to breathe on you again. Are you ready? Father, in the name of Jesus, Spirit of God, Spirit of God, Spirit of God, it breathe upon her life. Lord, a fresh touch in the name of Jesus. Who's her friend on you? On you. Yeah, God's gonna, he's gonna restore some years. Okay. He's going to restore the years that the locusts have been. And it feels like there's been one swarm and another swarm and another swarm. He's going to restore some stuff to you that you never dreamed was possible. Lift your hands to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, restoration. Restore, restore, restore. Restore, restore, restore. Restore a damaged. The Bible says, Lord God, a bruised reed you will not break. But Father, I pray tonight, Lord God, that you would just restore the spirit. The spirit man. Father God, just the, the, the spirit inside of it. So tender. Father, just restore the years, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Unstoppable force, and you wonder what God's doing in your life right now. 
that he's put in. When they build a big building, they've got to build the, the pylons low, 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 so the building can stand, not just for five years, but for 50 years. So when you're my age, so long in the tooth, you're still loving, worshipping, and serving God. Father, lift your hands to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, strengthen her in this season of her life, my God. Father, her spirit is so teachable. But Father, she's needing to understand, Lord God, what you're doing. And so, Father, I pray that you give her understanding and breath of the Spirit of God in those areas that she needs the breath, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So this is what's going to happen right now. The Spirit of God is just about to come really powerfully. I can just sense it in my spirit. And he's going to breathe a breath. Okay? So I want every eye closed and every hand raised and just looking to Jesus now. And I wonder if we can just have it just quiet for just one second. Spirit of the living God. Fall afresh on us. Spirit of the living God right now. Fall afresh on us. Breathe. He's saying it. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Just in here. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Bring us back to life. Breathe now, Lord God, upon the bones. The very dry bones. I prophesy breath. Breath in the name of Jesus. Breath. We prophesy in the heavens. Father, when you brought the bones back together, you brought the bones back together, oh God, because you were creating an army. You breathed upon our hearts first, oh God, because you wanted to put us back together. And for that, Lord God, we're eternally grateful. But Father, would you put the bones back together? That as the song says, oh God, you put them, turn the bones into an army. Father, I prophesy, I pray right now over those that have been discouraged in the name of Jesus. Speak up. 
of the dry lands. Come back to life. Come back to life. Dry bones live. Dry bones live. Dry bones live. Father, I speak over disappointment, over things that haven't worked out according to plan. Father, in the name of Jesus, breathe on those dry bones. We so love you, Jesus. You're the lily in the valley. You're the restorer of our souls. Father, for those in this room that have been through major trauma, I wonder if I want to actually pray for you tonight. These people, and I don't know how we define trauma, but it's something that scars our spirit. And I wonder if you would just come right across the front here tonight. If you'd be honest, God wants to. I have a story in my life of major trauma that I won't share tonight, but I know that I have an anointing for it. Lead in, lead in, people. Father, in the name of Jesus, do what only you can do. Can I have a big, strong man? Just in case. Breathe, breathe, Holy Spirit. Breathe, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Restore, 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 It's like you feel like there's a cage around you that you can never get out. 
And tonight the Holy Spirit, he comes with a key and he puts it in the lock and he opens the door and says, walk free. Walk free. Walk free. It doesn't need to speak to your spirit a moment longer. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, walk free, walk free. Walk free, walk free. Father, restore, restore, restore. Restore in the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Things that she should never have seen. Father, I pray you just cut the memory of that off her spirit tonight in the name of Jesus. Ha! In the name of Jesus. Just lift that, the pain of that, the restriction of that off her spirit tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, restore, restore ha, in Jesus' name. Father, I pray tonight, I speak over impossible situations, 
And Father, tonight I call things that were not as though they were. Father, I pray for breakthrough in their lives in a sensational way, like an overturning of the cart, something complete new, resurrection of glory upon this beautiful couple's life, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Church. I love turning church into a youth alive rally at 57. I just love it. I don't think I've ever grown up. (laughs) Church tonight, you've got to go away from this place and you've got to change the word of God in your mouth. So if you've got a really good friend, this is what your good friend is going to do. You're going to be accountable to each other, right? And you're not going to peddle nonsense out of your mouths anytime. So when you start to peddle nonsense, your friend is going to go, in Jesus' name, accept your lip. I want to hear the word of God coming out of your spirit. I want to hear you prophesying what God says about this. I want to hear you prophesying the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And when we begin to do that, we bring in our realm, in our church and in our lives, that realm of faith that God can come and sit on. Is anyone with me? So if you believe that God has done something mighty tonight, I want you to give him a hand of praise. Now, another tip. Another tip. A mighty hand of praise for what God's Oh, that's too bad. Oh, 
Thank <laughs> you. 